I'm Scott Weinberger, journalist and former deputy sheriff. In my new podcast series called Blooded, I'm embedded in the cold case investigation into the death of firefighter Billy Halpern. Experience this investigation in a truly unique way, untangling secrets that may reveal the answers to not only one case, but almost a dozen. Listen to Cold-Blooded, The Apollo Jim Murders on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm George Norrie, and welcome to the new iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Like us on Facebook, tell your friends, and share us with everyone. This is an exciting new network that will feature podcasts of the paranormal, supernatural, and the unexplained. Now please sit back and enjoy Dark Becomes Light with Heidi Hollis. Welcome to our podcast. Please be aware the thoughts and opinions expressed by the host are their thoughts and opinions only and do not reflect those of iHeartMedia, iHeartRadio, Coast to Coast AM, employees of Premier Networks, or their sponsors and associates. We would like to encourage you to do your own research and discover the subject matter for yourself. Listening to Dark Becomes Light with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Welcome to my show. Remember, each week, this is the place you go to when you want to hear the latest in various types of theories. No matter if it's Bigfoot, Shadow People, Catman, Angelic, Superhuman Possibilities, anything and everything out of the ordinary, I'm telling you. You come here because we are aiming to collect, share, and spread out all these stories. Because that's the way that we learn. This is it. I mean, how else are we going to know what's going on out there unless we are opening up our minds, our mouths, and sharing? So go to my main website, which is HeidiHollis.com or ShadowFolks.com and tell me your stories. Put as much detail as you would like there, and I will get to those. I will share them right here on this program. And uh, I'm telling you, it's never boring, and I find it fascinating absolutely every time that I crack open my emails, and wow, just wow. And uh, you know, i got to tell you guys, today I have a fabulous guest on. I am a fan of her work. I have Caroline Corey, who is going to be speaking of her latest project, A Tear in the Sky. And I loved Superhuman as well. I mean, she is absolutely creative in dispersing some of these more extraordinary possibilities that are going on in the world. And, uh, you know, speaking of which... Okay, so I I think this is an appropriate time to talk about some of the more extraordinary aspects of humankind. Uh, You know, yours truly as well, and uh, many people that I've met over the years. When it comes to electronic phenomena that just defies logic, okay? Uh, Superhuman, her film Superhuman, that was based on people who can affect things, or people who can read blindfolded and and things of that nature, And, and that... That film in particular really sparked a lot of inquisitive uh, possibilities. And I think people were uh, opening up to the thought that, wow, we might be something special. 
I've said it forever. I, I think we are. The human potential is something to be reckoned with. And that is why some of these negative things can't take us down so easily. It, people think like, oh, gosh, the aliens are so powerful. They're going to get me or, or shadow people. Gosh, they're coming at me and I, I'm not able to move. You can always take over those types of situations. And it's been proven time and time again. And, uh, you know, I want to talk about how some people I've met over the years that have been able to successfully uh, move things with their minds. Uh, I was one of them. and uh, But I want to tell you about how that went down. Because for myself, you know, you and my friends, you know, we're sitting there playing with metallic things like uh, like silverware and, and whatnot. And, uh, you know, just seeing if we can make it move. And, and lo and behold, we were able to. And, uh, and we're like, well... I wonder if we could do it without holding something metal. And I put my finger in front of it and it moved. It followed my finger. And I'm like, oh, wow, this is cool. And it wasn't until somebody else uh, at another time pops up, you know, the the negative uh, uh, dude that's trying to be like a know-it-all. And it's like, well, I'm sure that, you know, that there is something, uh, you know, scientific that says, you know, the negative space. And, you know, it's nothing that you're doing in particular. I'm like, oh, really, does your finger work for it? No, his did not. But it put the reasonable doubt in my head, like, well, maybe, maybe it is something like that. So I stopped doing it. I just figured, well, you know, it's obviously something that's uh, not uh, too extraordinary. So I just, I just literally stopped. But now guess what? I can't do it. Um, When you put that smidgen of doubt in your potential, suddenly things don't quite go as they should. Now, we've all heard of wishful thinking, right? Where'd that come from? It's like you're wishing upon a star, hoping for something to happen. Well, I've learned and and I've read things over the years, too, where people are like, you know, you can indeed change your your life. And it's about what you focus on and what you have no doubt about. It's like when I tell people to bless their homes to keep something negative out, it, it seems like, well, gosh, how would that work? Well, it's your intention. And, and that's something that Caroline actually uh, goes into about the intention. How can you purify your water through intention, changing the pH level in water? And we talk about blessing water, holy water. Uh, it, we're putting intention there. and We're sprinkling that intention onto different things. And I think we can do that with our food. I think we can do that with our lives, our children, our cars. I had a situation with my van. I was taking a group of friends. We're on our way to the Ozark UFO conference. Love that conference. One of my faves. And uh, (laughs) we're driving along and through the winding Ozark mountains. Okay. Single lane highway (laughs) going through the mountains. And all of a sudden my van started pounding and shaking violently. I can't even tell you. We're we're going at a decent speed and it's just boom, boom, boom to one side. Like it wasn't a tire. It was something. It seemed like something had fallen apart and there was just no good way to pull over and have a look, see, and, uh, you know, get out of the way of hitting anybody type of thing. And uh, <laughs> everybody in the car, we're all hip to this, these topics, right? And everybody said, okay, there's probably like six of us in the car. And it's like, okay, everybody think tight, tight, tight. Let's tighten this, tighten this, whatever this is, let's tighten it. And we all focus, closing our eyes, thinking that, except for me who was driving. And whoop, 
After about a minute or two of violent shaking, it stopped. Do you know it never, ever happened again? I kept that van. It never happened again. I never got an understanding about what it was. I never learned. Nothing needed to be fixed. It's like something was trying to mess with us so we weren't going to the conference. I don't know. But really, like this happened. So what are we saying here? Our intentions are doing this. I mean, you've heard of like the the wishing boards or the, the board of intentions that people would create hoping for uh, something to manifest in their lives and saying how successful it is. Uh, you know, my good friend, uh, Joshua P. Warren, he has a wishing machine and, and it's been successful for people, they've said. Uh, it's like, what are we saying here? What is this? I really believe in it. And the power of prayer. Hello, that's an intention, right? There's been studies on people who had same identical surgeries, right? And, and side by side type of thing, same surgeon, same procedures. And then they put the one person on prayer lists and the other one, no. Uh, guess who recovers better? Who? The one with the prayers. So there is something to all of this. We are incredible human beings. And I want people to realize that. And I want you to check out Superhuman. That is uh, Caroline Corey's uh, film that she did prior. But today we're going to be also focusing on A Tear in the Sky. And that film is really going to shake up the UFO, UAP world. I hate to s- ah, UAP. Okay, I'm, I'm trying to accept that people are going that route. Um, the government dubbing UAP. I have a hard time with it for reasons I've discussed many a times. But uh, looking into the UFO presence uh, scientifically and putting some major minds together with some major top-notch equipment to analyze what's in our skies. And it doesn't take much. Uh, It doesn't take much, much time. So imagine, imagine, this is just uh, an independent film crew of people putting their minds together and scientists and and Caroline to, to see what they could find. And they find something. And our government has been, what, 75 years of hiding and checking out this stuff? Don't you think they have been able to track down these things and have some conversations and make some connections and make some swaps that they're not quite being honest about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I have trouble with the UAP thing, okay? Because they're redefining what we've been talking about for so long and pursuing for so long. And now they're going to tell us how it's going to be. You're going to call it UAP. It's like, that's what I'm hearing from them. Anyways, that's me. It's my interpretation. So it, it's just not accepted as easily for myself. Some people are like, sure, okay, fine. I'm happy they're speaking on it. You know, don't get me wrong. I am. Um, and But I just want honesty. If you're going to... If you're going to give me a trickle, I want the waterfall because, uh, man, we put in some blood, sweat and tears into this, these subjects. And Caroline Corey has done it again with a groundbreaker here. And uh, I hope you guys check it out. I heard it was sitting at the top there on Amazon and other outlets, too. A lot of people are, are opening up their minds to uh, these types of things. And it's time that we get it right. And, uh, yeah, so lots of ground being made Uh covered and analyzed and um, you know we need those scientific approaches i am very much a supporter of experiencers 
because that's what got us here, right? Uh, so experiencers, witnesses who say they saw something. And now we're aiming for protection for whistleblowers on these topics. I know many people who would not go on the record to say they are very aware of what's going on in the government when it comes to UFO interactions and uh, reverse engineering and other things of that nature because, uh, you know, the government might come after them or suddenly they end up missing or having oddly died. Uh, Yeah, suddenly never been suicidal, suddenly suicide. No, 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 no. So we've got to give protection to these people and others who are experiencing these things, family, friends, talking, sharing, not feeling silly to be discussing among themselves about what is occurring. Uh, it's time, people. It's time. Things are coming to a head, and I think we can all feel that. And we're looking to the stars, and you know, the Webb telescope is showing us all these different planets out there and let us know about the different possibilities. So it's time that we open up our minds. You know, uh, God can create outside of this planet. Even the Vatican spoke of that, our space brothers and sisters, you know? So um, I, if they're willing, <laughs> and uh, people like myself were willing, Everybody do the same. Um, Don't let this go down on a whimper. Let's uh, open up those doors, those halls of information and uh, celebrate it and embrace, but also discern too. You know, just because they come from outer space doesn't mean they're all good guys either. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I've known many of people suffering from PTSD for a reason. It's not just because they've misinterpreted. I think they know when abuse is happening. Um, So, all right, you guys, we're going to have Caroline Corey right here after the break. You are listening to Dark Becomes Light with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Stick around. We'll be right back. I'm Scott Weinberger, journalist and former deputy sheriff. In my new podcast series, Cold-Blooded, The Apollo Jim Murders, I'm embedded in the cold case investigation into the death of firefighter Billy Halpert. It's just a shame, you know, that they took him from us. Experience this investigation in a truly unique way, knocking on doors, uncovering new evidence, including the DNA of a potential killer. Uh, my name is Danny Smith. I'm a detective uh, with the Miramar Police Department. This is Scott Weinberger. We're actually reopening an old case, and your name came up. Untangling secrets that may reveal the answers to not only one murder, but almost a dozen. I thought they were going to kill me, so I kept my mouth shut, and I didn't say anything. All these years, I didn't say anything. Listen to Cold-Blooded, The Apollo Jim Murders on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. In the recent history of documentary filmmaking, one scene stands out above all. The hot mic bathroom confession of Robert Durst in the Jinx. Now the person responsible for that moment, Sereb Kaufman, stepson of the victim, friend of the murderer, star of the documentary, for the first time ever, shares why he believes you're watching the furthest thing from the truth on this exclusive episode of Murder Homes. Listen to Murder Homes on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, 
Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back. You are listening to Dark Becomes Light with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. As promised, I have a great guest, Caroline Corey, who is an award-winning filmmaker and the visionary author of best-selling books on consciousness science and energy medicine. As a child and throughout her life, Corey has had numerous UFO encounters as well as ESP and precognitive experiences. After teaching energy medicine and consciousness work for over a decade, Corey founded Omnia Media, an entertainment and media platform that tackles various thought-provoking topics on the human condition and the nature of reality. In addition to writing and producing, Corey appears regularly as a guest expert on supernatural phenomena and the science of consciousness at major conferences and television shows, including The Unexplained with William Shatner and History Channel's popular series, Ancient Aliens. Among several recent accomplishments, her latest films, Among Us, Superhuman, The Invisible, Made Visible, have won nine film awards and two nominations at various festivals. And don't forget a tear in the sky. So I'd like to welcome Caroline Corey. How are you doing, Caroline? I am so excited to speak with you today. Hey, Heidi. Thanks for having me. This is awesome. Oh, my goodness. I mean, I I loved your film, Superhuman. I'm a little bit biased because I'm just like, oh, my gosh, (laughs) I think she's superhuman. And I think she's like a a superhero (laughs) for me because I I just us oddballs in the world got a voice. And (laughs) and, and I'm like, she's genius. She's genius. So I'm just like, I'm not even trying to uh, just fill your head. I am serious. <laughs> You're amazing. You're amazing. <laughs> well, thanks for saying that. You are too. Everybody is, you know, that's that's actually the idea behind the film is that uh, all these abilities aren't just certain people. Certain people come in uh, kind of more knowing about these abilities maybe and um, kind of um, exploring them and expressing them. But anybody has that potential. Uh, Well, and you proved that. You honestly proved that. And I have a lot of friends that are psychic. I mean, you get in this field and you just know psychics, okay? And they're like, no, you can't train yourself for this. And others are like, yeah, you can. And I'm like, oh, hold on. You know, you kind of put it to the test and proved it. You personally, though, you were born just like absolutely gifted. And I would love for you, for those that do not know this amazing woman, share what some of your awesome abilities are. Yeah, I mean, uh, again, for me, it started at a very young age. I was five years old, and I just realized that I could see what people call the subtle energy, meaning basically the energy of space. <laughs> and uh, and I could see beings, you know, I could see angels and hear them and dead people and stuff like that. But, you know, it wasn't like the sixth sense kind of scary thing. Not at all. It was really very um, easy and friendly and effortless. So 
I didn't think it was anything special. I could look at someone and see what was going on with them, what was going to happen the next day, what was causing their problems. It was just kind of spontaneous. And uh, because it was uh, like that, I didn't think I was special. I didn't think this was special. And so I didn't talk about it, you know. But what it did is that um, I started to think, wait a minute, how is it possible? How is it possible that you could see something in the future, you know, and then it happens? How can you, for example, I would look at someone and I see that the root cause of their current physical problem is because, let's say, they had a drowning experience when they were seven years old, for example. And they never told me this, obviously. And so how do I retrieve this information when no one has told me beforehand? I was, that's what got me into the field of consciousness, you know, consciousness, research, consciousness, the science of consciousness, the mechanics of consciousness. And so, so, so then I realized that everyone had those abilities, you know, you can, actually tap into the fabric of space-time that has all of the information, you know, happening at once. You just have to know how. And our brains are very well equipped to do that spontaneously. But of course, nobody tells us about it. Nobody teaches us this as kids, especially. And so, you know, all of these abilities, being able to detect and know exactly the root cause of your physical problems or, uh, you know, hearing or receiving downloadable messages, telepathic messages from another being, an angel, a, you know, a spirit guide or an extraterrestrial or what have you is all a kind of um, our birthright. I think we just have to learn how. Wow. That's it. That's amazing. I don't come across many people like yourself. I, I really don't. And how frustrating was that, though, to know you were so very different? Like you do, you meet psychics and whatnot, but not at the level that you are. Uh, how was your family in nurturing these abilities? Or was it just something like, don't talk, don't talk about this? I know you said you didn't, but at some point they had to find out. So how did that all work out for you? Yeah, growing up, I totally kept it to myself. I just didn't talk about it. I thought it was normal. <laughs> I didn't think it was special, uh, you know, to, to even mention, you know, so which was good because I didn't have to deal with what are you talking about? This is all crazy, you know, <laughs> and so and the reason why what you're talking about, the level of um, discernment, I want to say, was part of my work. I mean, I worked in this field for 20 years, um, trying to really figure out how do you know you didn't make this up? You know, how do you know? What is the difference? Um, are you receiving messages from your higher self? 
or is it some some other entity that's floating around but you think it's your higher self um is it some extraterrestrial messing with you you know like all of these questions i asked myself and i because i felt this certain responsibility that when i when somebody came to me and asked me okay so what is the root cause of my i don't know chronic migraines let's say i mean if i was going to tell them something um you know it's it, it's it's a huge responsibility so i i wanted to make sure that there is some sort of protocol a technique that allows you to at least discern um, the difference between you acquiring this information in a real authentic way versus your own interpretation of what you think you're getting you see and and so because of that i developed all sorts of methodologies methodologies for specific meditation people say oh i meditate but every meditation does something else like not all meditations do the same thing so it took me a long time to to develop specific types of meditations that do different things when you want to do a meditation just to be calm is one thing if you want to do a meditation to read information accurately is another thing you see what i mean and so so that's kind of and I, I like to know how things work, you know, I, I, I don't like vague stuff like, hey, just imagine a gold bubble around the person and they heal. I mean, they probably will, but I want to know, wait a minute, like why and how and why, what got them there? Because if you have those details, then you can help the person not only clear the problem, but also for them to realize how they created this problem in the first place to undo it to uncreate it to uncreate the pattern so they don't do it again you see and also it's very empowering it's very clarifying and also you allow them to learn the process of their own you know subconscious uh, creation so they they know how to create the future without these patterns you see wow. it's very empowering yeah that is that's something i haven't really quite heard of much outside of people who have had near-death experiences and uh you know they they died of a cancer or something and they're shown on the other side well it's because you had this stress in your life you know get rid of that stress and this cancer will go away and they come back and voila they're cancer free so i, I don't hear of that I, i've heard of uh past lives that you're born with scars and, and things of that nature. But you're saying here and now we create this bad mojo, this bad energy that kind of surfaces on our bodies itself. And we can heal that. Exactly. That's the idea is that everything that you are creating right now in your life is on a subconscious level. It has been created on a subconscious level. Of course, some of it is also conscious. So let's say I want to create a new relationship, for example. So your human mind, you know consciously that that's what you want. But your subconscious mind is putting out different signals at the same time and that you're not aware of. So you're saying consciously, I want a new relationship, healthy relationship. And then your subconscious mind is saying, 
my previous relationship sucked. I, uh, I'm a failure. I'm not, I, I'm not, I'm not worthy of love. I'm not worthy of love and so on and so forth. And so how do you expect to attract that, to manifest that if a part of you, the conscious part of you is saying one thing and the subconscious part of you is saying the exact opposite. That's the reason why we get stuck. Same with illnesses, same with everything. So the idea is to learn how to tap into the part of your consciousness that we call the subconscious. And so, so if you train yourself to read that information, you will see all the patterns that got you where you are today in every area of your life. And then all you have to do is undo it, uncreate it. Because you didn't come in thinking you're a failure. You weren't born thinking you're a failure. <laughs> this is something that you learned from rejections at school or whatever, from your parents, your peers, your brother, sister, you know, your sibling. Well, well we've got to get to our next break. I, I'm just, I'm simply amazed. Uh, you guys, you are listening to Dark Becomes Light with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Stick around. We'll be right back. I'm Scott Weinberger, journalist and former deputy sheriff. In my new podcast series, Cold-Blooded, The Apollo Jim Murders, I'm embedded in the cold case investigation into the death of firefighter Billy Halper. It's just a shame, you know, that they took him from us. Experience this investigation in a truly unique way, knocking on doors, uncovering new evidence, including the DNA of a potential killer. Uh, my name is Danny Smith. I'm a detective uh, with Miramar Police Department. This is Scott Weinberger. We're actually reopening an old case, and your name came up. Untangling secrets that may reveal the answers to not only one murder, but almost a dozen. I thought they were going to kill me, so I kept my mouth shut, and I didn't say anything. All these years, I didn't say anything. Listen to Cold-Blooded, The Apollo Jim Murders on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. In the recent history of documentary filmmaking, one scene stands out above all. The hot mic bathroom confession of Robert Durst in the Jinx. Now the person responsible for that moment, Sereb Kaufman, stepson of the victim, friend of the murderer, star of the documentary, for the first time ever, shares why he believes you're watching the furthest thing from the truth on this exclusive episode of Murder Homes. Listen to Murder Homes on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back. You are listening to Dark Becomes Light with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM 
Paranormal Podcast Network. I have Caroline Corey, and she's blowing my mind because it, it seems so simple what you're speaking of here about clearing out bad energy, finding out how energy got into our lives and into our bodies to actually cause illness, sickness, or or things not working quite right in your world. So how do you assist people in doing that and waking them up to that? Because it's it sounds easy, but no way, no way. Yeah, that's what I was saying. You have to figure out the protocol. How do you tap into the subconscious mind to know what's there so that you can clear it? Uh, and then you, when you consciously focus on what you want, it happens because there's nothing kind of holding it back. And it's funny, your show is called Dark Becomes Light. So you can think of the subconscious being the dark part that you cannot see and you make it visible, if you will. So that's that's kind of what I've been teaching, you know, for, for forever. Uh, people can go to the website. So, so that's why I've developed those methodologies to help people, the protocol, to know the protocol, to mm. be able to tap into the subconscious mind and see what's there and so you know of course it has to do with meditation a specific type of meditation and then obviously being able to retrieve the information accurately so it has to do with discernment and then when you get to the root cause then that triggers you know you kind of can see very clearly um uh, the the real root cause of your issue, and basically you undo it the way you and and then the root cause could be a memory of a, a childhood event. Uh, it could be belief systems that you have created for yourself um, from that. And sometimes it's even a past life. Sometimes it's it's even before you were ever a human. So it's a. I mean, it could take you in different places if you're doing this correctly. And then when you identify, oh, that's what's holding me back is the fact that I was burned at the stake <laughs> in I a previous that. life. And I think I'm a failure. or I'm afraid to communicate my thoughts or whatever. You know, I'm this is kind of a general thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, then you can reprogram it, basically. So there are techniques, again, that I taught and teach um, you can undo it, of course, through the intention, but also through types of light, sound, geometry, all sorts of techniques um, that basically takes out, extracts that information from your subconscious mind and you reprogram it in a positive way so that it is aligned with your conscious intention. And it's working. I mean, it's working. Like, it's one thing, Caroline, to write books, okay? I, I get that part. But no, no, no. You you go and make award-winning films on this it, and it just absolutely stunning work uh, how and and tell us about some of these projects i i, I know you had uh, among us a uh, superhuman that's a fame and uh, a terror in the sky so tell us about uh taking on projects like that that's that's immense 
Yeah, so what what started to happen after teaching and uh, facilitating groups, you know, for, for a long time and, you know, hundreds of people around the world, as you were saying, we we're like, wait, this stuff works. <laughs> you know, people are healing things, people are creating things, people are totally changing patterns. So, so I thought, how can I bring this more to the mainstream, but also just make people more um, kind of empowered that, hey, this is real. There is a mechanism. And so I started working with scientists and doing all sorts of experiments. And so, so for example, we would uh, set up in a laboratory setting, we would do what we call a control, you know, uh, try to affect an electrical device, an electronic device um, at a distance, you know, see, okay, well, can, if with my intention, can I change the pH of water? Can I affect this electrical device? Can it do certain things that I want it to do? Uh, first in close proximity, then at a distance, then with Faraday cages. So we did it scientifically, you know, to basically demonstrate that your intention has an actual measurable effect on something that's physical, something the water is physical, the electronics are physical. So so that was the purpose of these experiments. And sure enough, we were getting crazy results. I mean, it was like over and over. And, you know, these are scientists, so they do it correctly. They're not going to just do a, a one-off and say, oh, yeah, you're psychic, you know. So so that was the purpose. And doing this for a while, um, it was a, it, I was so convinced. I was like, okay, we need to take this to the mainstream. And that's how I started making films. And in the film Superhuman, for example, as you saw, we did these experiments on live, on camera. So, you know, people will see that in a film. Uh, they will see how uh, we set it up in a laboratory. And, um, you know, just by putting your intention, we're able to change the pH of water. We're able to uh, modulate the uh, an, an electrical device. We're able to affect the DNA in a certain way. So that's what this film is about. We And at the end, we demonstrate, of course, we also demonstrate remote. We do an example of that. Um, and at the end, we demonstrate actually how you're able to reprogram your brain entirely to be able to see totally blindfolded. And from there, you start to see behind your back, you start to see in a different room, and so on and so forth. So so that's what's so exciting about this <laughs> Hold on, that was, that was pretty, uh, that was really casual there. You know, you just start seeing behind your back and, and reading blindfolded. Anybody else's jaw hitting the floor? Because I'm like, what? <laughs> I saw, I saw the film and I'm like, it goes to show the human potential is a lot more than uh, we're been aware of. And, and, you know, the bigger powers that be government, whatever, they've been experimenting on these things, too. But they sure would not peel back those gates to let us know. And you did it beautifully and, and scientifically. And it, it for me, I, I hope the impact uh, for people that, that saw that is that there really is that whole thing. Like you could feel a bad vibe in a room or uh, your words hurt, you know, uh, that whole understanding that 
when we put some intention behind something it, that it, it can change the world. We can be the difference. We can go into a room of uh, funkiness and pray something out and change that vibe. So, um, you know, people say you smile with your eyes or something. It's like, yes, you are emitting something. So I, that's what I, I really hoped uh, the takeaway was. And it, I'm sure you got feedback like that. Did you? Yeah, exactly. And uh, what you're saying, you know, everybody has that. I mean, most people anyway, like you were saying, you go in a room and you feel a weird vibe. Like, what is that? And how did that happen? Is it your imagination? I don't think so, because many, many people uh, have that experience. And so, you know, all the synchronicities, especially, uh, you know, I'm not the first one who have has done um, experiments like this. But the film is the first one to demonstrate it in a film format in this way, uh, live on camera. And so there are many scientists who have shown the connection, uh, long distance connection even, between uh, your thought, your intention, and a plant, for example, thriving or dying, depending on the intention and things like that. Of course, we a lot of people heard about Emoto and his experiences with water, how they changed, uh, you know, the the shape of water, but through your intention, the words have a frequency. What you say has an actual frequency. So all of that, what film does is again show those experiments but really bring it home as a wait a minute this, this we're not imagining these things and so it's very powerful because if you can change the the ph in your water it means that you are literally affecting a physical biological system uh, water and we're made mostly of water this means that your intention can change the chemistry of your body. And, you know, everybody knows you change the chemistry, you affect hormones, you affect digestion, you, you affect viruses and bacteria that cannot, you know, survive harmful, you know, obviously, um, that cannot survive in an acidic environment. So wait a minute, we're just demonstrating that you can heal yourself, you see. Yeah. And so that's why this is so important and then the people who are demonstrating how they can see with blindfolds on these aren't necessarily gifted you know <laughs> like anybody can learn this of course it takes time for adults more than kids which is a different conversation but um but it but it happens in other words it's not like you know, you have to be super psychic to be able to do that. And so that's what I love about this film, that it, it brings it to a whole new level. Find me up. I want to learn this stuff. I mean, wow. And, and, it, and I also thought of, you know, people creating holy water or, you know, saging. It's the, the intention behind it all. So it, it's it's all so just wow. Um, and, and again, like you said, did it did it live? demonstrated it right there how can you question that but um wow it's never boring around here i can tell you that much you guys don't forget to go to heidihollis.com or shadowfolks.com and tell me your stories tell me what's on your mind out there and let's hear about your human potential and anything out of the ordinary that's happening for you that you might <laughs> not otherwise tell people mm. 
All right, you guys, we're going to get to our next break. You are listening to Dark Becomes Light with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio at Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Stick around. We'll be right back with more Caroline Ford. I'm Scott Weinberger, journalist and former deputy sheriff. In my new podcast series, Cold-Blooded, The Apollo Jim Murders, I'm embedded in the cold case investigation into the death of firefighter Billy Halper. It's just a shame, you know, that they took him from us. Experience this investigation in a truly unique way, knocking on doors, uncovering new evidence, including the DNA of a potential killer. Uh, my name is Danny Smith. I'm a detective uh, with Miramar Police Department. This is Scott Weinberger. We're actually reopening an old case, and your name came up. Untangling secrets that may reveal the answers to not only one murder, but almost a dozen. I thought they were going to kill me, so I kept my mouth shut, and I didn't say anything. All these years, I didn't say anything. Listen to Cold-Blooded, The Apollo Jim Murders, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. In the recent history of documentary filmmaking, one scene stands out above all. The hot mic bathroom confession of Robert Durst in The Jinx. Now the person responsible for that moment, Sereb Kaufman, stepson of the victim, friend of the murderer, star of the documentary, for the first time ever, shares why he believes you're watching the furthest thing from the truth on this exclusive episode of Murder Homes. Listen to Murder Homes on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back. You are listening to Dark Becomes Light with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. I have Caroline Corey, and she is breaking it down for us about all that we can do and how magnificent we are. But your latest project, A Tear in the Sky, tell us about that, like how that came about. Yeah, originally I was going to do the sequel for Superhuman a couple of years ago, and then all of a sudden I was like, no, 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 <laughs> I have to do a UFO film. It just came as a very, very strong guidance. And I thought, okay, well, my purpose is to always bring validation to all these paranormal subjects, you know, like anything that's out there. So how would I do that with UFOs, especially with what was happening worldwide, you know, the Navy, the Pentagon, putting out all these videos, tic-tac objects flying, doing crazy stuff in the sky, saying it's real. So I thought, okay, so if I did it scientifically, then 
I don't want to be studying footage that's already out there, you know, stuff just say, you know, look at footage and have a expert, you know, kind of comment on that, on this. I thought the best way to do this is to do it from scratch. Is it possible to go out with proper equipment and the proper technology and uh, brains, you know, to do the analysis and capture UFOs in real time and to see, you know, if that is a real phenomenon, then we should get something, you know, and then how would we show that? How would we do it? We study that and analyze that. So that's what exactly what we did. Um, I found this team. Uh, they already had a couple scientists on board. Uh, David Mason uh, was one of the team members. He had members. He had a huge amount of very advanced technology and inventions and stuff like that. And we went out um, in Southern California, this location that's supposed to be the hub area where all these Navy ships were seeing the UFOs. And uh, we set up uh, the expedition there in three different locations uh, in that same area to achieve triangulation, meaning capturing something from different angles. Um, and and we had, again, people will see that in the trailer already, uh, it, it, incredible amount of um, devices, you know, optical, acoustic, um, radio frequency, radiation, electromagnetic, you know, um, analyzers, all sorts of devices running 24-7 at the same time. And so, you know, people who are into UFOs, I don't know how much they know, but it's not so obvious to just go out and capture something in five days. It's not that long. So I was just hoping for one real, real, uh, very uh, irrefutable kind of sighting. And we ended up capturing not only several of those very, very obviously <laughs> anomalous objects because they're like zigzagging, they're appearing, disappearing, you know, t registering cold temperatures and strange stuff like that. And, um, but also at the end of the film, people will see that we captured what we think is kind of an opening and closing. It's kind of like we're calling it a wormhole like because it opens and closes and there's these objects coming out of it. And so we're like totally blown away. We're blown away like what just happened here? And because these are scientists, these are, again, they're going to study the, you know, analyze every, um, every phenomenon with, you know, with detail. So, so the first thing they, they, they basically try to debunk themselves, if you will. The first thing we think, oh, maybe it's a, it's this, you know, camera malfunction, or maybe it's this or that, but none of it checks out. None of it checks out. And also we presented it to other scientists. Nobody can figure out this strange phenomenon that we captured on camera. Um, I think if that is what is, is, a, is a wormhole or some type of opening, um, then I think we're onto something massive. Gosh, I, I'm curious, after gathering all of this data, all of this information, all this proof, 
of there being something among us like that. Uh, that's a lead to your other film. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> how do you feel knowing uh, the governments of the world have just been leaving us in the dark and now they're trying to rewrite history 75 years of secrecy or more um it, and oh it's uaps no 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 we've been in the trenches for a long time and they're ufos and you guys are only speaking of this because we have been pushing the envelope so hard you know don't try to rewrite it and don't give us these little cookie crumbs but i'm happy they're doing it personally a little bit but i don't trust the process i mean how do you feel about it yeah, that's another thing. They just had, they, they, you know, they released those reports and then they just recently had uh, the congressional hearing in last May. And I'm sure there's going to be more. And what they're saying is, oh, look, we don't have data. You know, we have these little videos that don't mean anything. And <laughs> right. we're like, oh, uh, what wait. is that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And we're like, uh, okay, well, we're civilians and we went out with really cool equipment and in five days, <laughs> we captured all these anomalies that right. everybody, you can look at them and say, these are 100% anomalies. And like I said, many scientific eyes have looked at this and they can't figure it out. So, you know, um, and so for us civilians to, to come out with that sort of data in five days, um, plus we still have hundreds of hours of data to go through, you can't tell me the government with their radars and satellites, right. and, you know, that they don't have data. I mean, it's come on. So that's another, that's another reason for this film is to show that uh, even civilians, you know, if we are putting out this credible information and data and recordings for everyone to see, then I think this will push the government to, you know, to, to they're not going to be able to say, oh, well, well, we can't collect data because this and that. Oh, yes, you can. You know, <laughs> right. Well, it, waiting for them to cough up some chump change saying, oh, well, we've spent a few million in, on the topic. Uh, please, please. I, I, I could uh, throw a rock among my friends and how many of them got harassed by the government asking them about what they know and stuff, including myself, military abductions. Oh, oh, yeah, that's that's not a real thing. You guys put a lot of effort into covering this up and, uh, you know, brothers, sisters, fathers, mothers, whatever. Who's the government? Well, it's the, the people in the military that have had to work for these people and, and they're talking, they're sharing their stories. And, you know, it, it's a shame that uh, it, they made it look like they didn't know what they were speaking of for so long. I, so many people got so depressed and and, you know, families were broken up over this. And now they're giving us a little chump change to say, well, OK, we might have found some stuff. You know, here's some Tic Tacs flying through the sky. It's like, why did you, <laughs> why did you take some, uh, you know, take some, some video footage of what's in the garage, buddy? You know, I know you've got some craft back there for crying out loud. So, yeah, I mean, I, I again, I applaud uh, efforts like yours that, you know, it's like, I'm not going to wait for them to come clean. And now that they are, it's not out of the kindness of their hearts, you know, and, and they're still not being really forthcoming. So uh, what's next for you? Where where are you going? Like uh, I, you did Among Us. I, I we didn't get to touch on that. What, what was that based on? 
Yeah, that was more um, the experiential part of coming in contact with extraterrestrial intelligence. So, you know, right now I'm still trying to uh, spread the information as much as I can about uh, a tear in the sky. And the reason being, like I said, the implications of what we have found is tremendous i mean it's tremendous and so Mm -hmm. so that's what i'm focused on right now but because like i said no one can come up with a plausible explanation um you know we're talking about scientific organizations and things and experts and things like that that of course i have to keep going how can i stop (laughs) of course and how can people listen or see these shows these films that you've created yeah, so Eter in the Sky is on Amazon and uh, a bunch of other platforms. So, but if they have Amazon, they can go there. Otherwise, uh, they can go to eterinthesky.com and they can see all the platforms there. Plus, there's, you know, we'll be posting more information and uh updates and stuff like that so eterinthesky.com and for superhuman is basically the website superhumanfilm.com and uh, they will also see all the platforms there it's also on amazon by the way amazing well i again i really appreciate having the opportunity to speak with you here on the program here today and uh, i will always be a fan of your work because you do such a Fabulous job. And I, I know a tear in the sky has been tearing up the charts, by the way, too. So c- congrats. <laughs> it's been hitting yeah. pretty big on Amazon Prime. So uh, thank you so much, Caroline Corey, for coming on the program today. Appreciate it. Oh, my God. Thank you so much. You're awesome. Thanks so much for having me. This was a blast. All right. Once again, we have come to the bottom of another fabulous program. I enjoyed it. I hope you did, too. And remember to go to my main website, which is shadowfolks.com or HeidiHollis.com and tell me your stories. Tell me what's going on out there. Tell me who you'd like to have on this show because I'm open. I mean, I really am. (laughs) And, uh, you know, go check out also theoutlanderscomic.com and at theoutlanderscomic on Instagram and follow me on everything that is social media at one, put the number one in front of Heidi Hollis. So at one Heidi Hollis and chat with me. I love chatting to people on the, these different platforms and they're always surprised that I pick up or call them like, yeah, yeah, what's going on? <laughs> it's fun. I mean, this is the way that we communicate and connect and learn. So uh, I'm all about it. Oh man, once again, I, I just, uh, I learned so much. I learned so much today as I always do. All right, you guys. You have been listening to Dark Becomes Light on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. We will see you next time. You stay safe, everybody. Goodbye. Well, if you liked this edition of Dark Becomes Light, wait till you hear the next one. You've been listening to the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network.